Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. John Paul, thank you very much for joining us, mate. Really appreciate your time. Um, just, just before we sort of get into the nitty gritty stuff, just bring, uh, just bring the listeners and the Evertonians who are, are, are listening to this up to speed with where you're at now in your uh, in your career and who you're playing for. I'm at Wellen, Wellen FC, um, we're in the Conference South at the minute. Phil, we're going okay. We're going okay in the league. We're second. So the manager who's who took me a few places, I had them at Macclesfield and. Um, he took me over to White Hawk, so we've had I've had a good little I get on with him really well. So he's um he's took me over to Welland and we're doing okay, we're doing good. And um so have you are you fully relocated in the south now, mate? Obviously you've been at Luton and, and, and a few other clubs down there. Are you is that where you're based full time now or are you still back back was, up here? Yeah. I was fu- I was fully um I was I was down in London for about two or three years for the for Ebsfleet and I was full time down there. And then um I have a daughter in Liverpool so it was a little bit difficult getting forward and back, so I've, I've moved back to Liverpool and I just commute now. So right, it's too, it's too bad. How long's that drive down on a on a week during the week and a match day? It must have been a bit of a trek. Yeah, it is a bit of a trek. So three times a week, but it's um, it's about kind of, it's easier on a Saturday morning. But sometimes I go on a Friday and I stay over on a on the Friday for the game on a Saturday. Yeah, so it's not it's not too bad. So just just uh, last one on Welling, mate. Um, are you, are you? Is it a part-time club well in at the minute? Obviously, you mentioned your yeah. national National League South, yeah. Yeah, it's a part-time at the minute, mate. Yeah, but um, we're going all right, and if they go up to the to the to the National League, I think they're gonna maybe look at going full-time. Brilliant. Well, obviously, as I'm sure you're aware, mate, it's um, non-league days, isn't it? This coming weekend, as they say, and obviously they try and generate a bit of interest for for non-league clubs while while the Premier League and what have you takes uh, a break for internationals and stuff. You've been involved in non-league football now for you know on and off for the best part of ten years. I mean, how much do you enjoy playing at that level? You know, it's quite an unseen level of football because not you know some clubs obviously get big crowds, but you know it's it's not something that many fans get to go and watch because you know preoccupied with the Premier League. So, how much do you enjoy playing non-league footy? You know what, Phil? I play most of my career in non-league, the conference, and and and, and in the conference. And you know what, there's. There's not really. I, I played in League One, League Two, the Conference, and you know, the, the big clubs. There's a bit of a difference, but the, the, the level is uh, there's, there's a fine line. Do, do you know what I mean? So you mm. get some really good games. I mean, this year we played Billericay, who yeah. financially are, are, are competing with League One, League Two teams financially. You know, you've got Jamie O'Hara playing for them, and you know, good non-league players. You sort of you sort of see the good non-league players. They'll deal. You know, they do the rounds a little bit and, and, you know, there's always good competition. But, you know, definitely, I think the Conference League too, the, you know, the, there's a fine line of, of the difference in, in standard. But, you know, I've, I've, I've enjoyed every club I've been at. You know, I, I absolutely love football and, you know, you get some really good games. Don't get me wrong, you can get some 
schon, <lacht> schon mal alles gehört. <lacht> schon, schon, schon darf gerannt werden, das ist drei Pfeifer lernen. Yeah. Die Fetschen sind gereizt und ihr habt auch eine Schotter, die alle Schleifer auf dem Ding haben. Und ihr habt Leute, die überwachen und spielen Fußball auch well. schon. You know, they've got both wages and the, the kicking here and the going for a pint after the game. So you've got, you've got that side of it, but then you've also got a real professional side of it as well. I mean, when we were at Ebbsfleet, it's, the, it's, it's probably the best run club I've been at since Everton. Well. I mean, we went, we went away pre-season uh, to Portugal every season. You know, we, we were run like a, a full-time club, you know, protein shake, the... The spend the conditioning, and yeah. you know we had everything. Everything we were a full time club, and you know it can show you the difference. And there was there was big money at Ebbsfleet at that time, so you know everyone's desperate to get in the league from from the conference. So you know there is especially the conference and say the top half of the conference, South Conference North, is really like you know you get some really good games. I mean, I played at Southport Stockport last season, and mm. you know there was. Four or five thousand there, well, and you know, good, good games to play in. Really good games. You you mentioned it a bit a bit there, mate. When you first, uh, and we'll we'll come back and and speak about Everton and, and stuff in a minute. But when you first dropped into non-league, you were obviously West Cheshire initially, weren't you, with Newton, and then you played Formby and stuff. Was it a bit of a culture shock at that point for you? You were still a young lad, of course, and you'd been playing academy footy a little bit in Scotland. Was it a bit of a culture shock in terms of the, the physicality of it all? You know what, Phil? I went from being on the bench in the Merseyside derby mm. to driving a taxi down Liverpool. Wow! In the space in the space of six months, that's how quick football can can change. And I, I had a bit of a, I went up to Scotland. I had a bit of a after I went up to Scotland, I had a bit of a bad injury, and then I sort of was disillusioned with the game a little bit. Because I absolutely love playing football, but for a player um, I love of the, the type of player I am it's, it's difficult in England Phil mm. you know I'm, I'm a sort of footballer and you know it's, it's England especially the lower you go it's 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 you know it's hustle and bustle it's it's just our culture the, the English way you know oh, I don't pass two, three, four, five times when we can just get it forward it's a yeah. little bit like that and you've got to you've got to respect that because that's our culture and, that, and the way we you know we, we've been brought up to play but I found it difficult and then when I, when I sort of was disillusioned from Everton, I sort of give up a little bit. And then my brother just wouldn't give up on me. My brother and, and, and my dad, he said, oh, come on, you know, you're a good player. And, and then I went to started that, just playing in, 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 the, in the West Cheshire with my mates. And then Sal Paul rang me and said, oh, you know, why don't you give it a go? So I give it a go. And from, from that to heaven, look back, you know, my brothers pushed me to, to, to sort of stay in the game. And... You know, I'm, I'm quite proud. I've, I've had a good career. I've played at Wembley. You know, I've mm. since 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 obviously as I said, I went from being on the bench in the Major Side Derby to driving a cab to then back up. I got back up to League One with Oldham. So I played in some big games there, Sheffield United, Preston. And you know, I think it's for a play, for I know from from Everton when you. I'd, I'd love to to speak to kids who who, who are similar to, to me, my type of play, because you can get lost in the. The hustle and bustle of English football, but yeah. if, you, if you if you dedicate yourself and you, like, I have a genuine love for the game. I love playing, and you know, I thought I thought you know I'll get back in, and and you can do it, and you can make a living out of it, and you know, it's it it it, it the lower leagues not what like you know, especially the conference. It's a really really good level, and yeah. and you know, you can have some big games, some good games, and you know, I've managed to have a good career. I've played for Luton, big club, yeah, and, and Oldham, and you know. And I've enjoyed every club I've been at, so 
you know, Macclesfield had a great cup for him. He got to the third round, got beat by Wigan, who went on to win it. So, you know, it's definitely, you know, young lads hard when you're in an academy, Phil, because you're, you know, I had a, I had the academy right through, and then you know, I had two years with the first team where you're going away to six-star hotels and there's you're watching match of the day in the back, <laughs> and you get enough the next you get enough the next day, and you can have whatever you want for your breakfast, and it's just it's five-star luxury yeah. like, right across the board, and then. You sort of get in that bubble and you think, oh, I've got this for the rest of my life. No, it'll never happen to me. But you see how quickly I, I went from, from that lifestyle to, to driving a cab. And, you know, it, it, it's just how quick things can change. But I managed to get back into football and I absolutely love playing. And, you know, I'm quite, I'm happy with the, with the career. I think I've, I've underachieved a little bit, but... You know, it's it is what it is, and I've enjoyed I've enjoyed my career. Do you look back now, uh, mate? And maybe it's, it's quite a, a topic of discussion at the minute with Jaden Sancho, particularly, and, and certainly for Evertonians with Adamola Luckman going to Germany. Young players, young English players, uh, are going abroad for opportunities. Do you think if you were playing now and you were at that age when Everton had released you now? that would have been something that you would have looked at because you spoke about the English culture and it may be not suiting your game. Do you think playing abroad might have been something that would have appealed? Do you know what, Phil? If I, I think my downfall was I was a massive Evertonian. Mm. I, I, think, I think that was my downfall. My family a massive Evertonian. I think I should have went two years before I went. I had a chance to go to Southampton. Right. And it was a foreign manager. It was a, it was a Dutch manager. And I sort of, I clinged on because my dream was for Everton. But, to play for Everton but looking back you know David Moyes unbelievable manager great manager I just don't think I suited him I just don't think I, I knew that I sort of knew that from early on I wasn't sort of his cup of tea but he's an absolutely fantastic manager and and, and unbelievable like, the, 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 his, his in-depth knowledge of the, of, of the game of the way he wants to play was fantastic and he was always great with me I just don't think I suited them, and don't get me wrong, there was yeah. top, top players in front of me, like Mikel Arteta, Stephen Pienaar, but, you know, I felt like I deserved as much as a goal as the likes of Dan Goslin, and, 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 and mm. I felt I was sort of on Dan's level, and and, and I, I knew, I sort of knew from a long way out, I, you know, I maybe should have left a bit early, because I'd advise any young lad, um, Phil, yeah. I'd advise any young player, if you're not in the first team by especially now, 16, 17, 18, if you're not sort of on the bench and you're not getting on, I think it's it's getting, it, it, you've got to get out on loan. Yeah. You've got to, you've got, you've got to get out on loan, whether that's Championship, League One, anywhere, Phil Conference. Mm. You know, a lot, of, a lot of young lads, it's very egotistical at, at big clubs, it's sort of like, but when they get down to like the conference, they get a big shock because it's, they know the level's really good and it's, it's, it's a shock, and, and for any for any young player who's who sort of it's so hard to big clubs feel because of the money, the, yes, the money in yeah. the game now, and it just, you can buy players at the disposal, and you can play by top players, and I think these managers feel more comfortable doing that buying than giving a kid than giving a young lad a goal. So I'd advise any young lad, unless they're in and around the first team from a, a young age, to get out on loan to go mm. and play good football because then you know you've only got to look at the likes of Adam for sure yeah you know, I've always thought, thought Adam was a top player but Adam couldn't even get an RU team no. couldn't get an R reserve team and he went he went he took, made that decision early and he, he, he got out to Brentford and, and he, you know he was always a top player mm. he was always a really really good player but 
he, he's done the right thing, and he, he's you know he's been bought for four or five million. So it, 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 my advice for any young, especially any young English player, is is to get out there and uh, and to get out on loan and go and play because just because you don't make it at a top club, it doesn't mean it's, it's the end the end of the world. And the longer you leave it, the more difficult it is because you know at the academies you get good money. Yes. And when you're 21, 22, you're on good money. You're not going to get the money you're on in the lower leagues. So you're all non and all non, and then your career can just, the managers just, unless you've played 30, 40, 50 games in the league, they're going to they're gonna look for well-established league players. And that, that, that's, but that would be my advice. I'd love to speak to young players to try and advise them that way because you've always got that mentality of, oh, it won't happen to me, it won't happen to me. But it's, it's, it's so, it's, it could change for you so quickly. It's, it's, it sounds JP like you're made for a uh, a job in the academy as a coach. That's something you've thought about, maybe. Uh, you know what, Phil? It's something I've really, I'm doing my coaching badges at the minute, and yeah. you know I still speak to a lot, a lot of the, the lads there, and you know I love everything, and I, it's something I really would love to do to get back in. And you know I'm 28, I've still got a few years playing, but I was with Shuey as well, Stephen Schumacher yes, at, yeah. at Southport, and, and he, he went in, and you know he, he he's very knowledgeable at the game and. You know, he was early enjoying the event and then he went and got the Berry job. So, football is definitely something I want to stay in because, you know, as I join the goals and saves the time, I save me time as a footballer. So, you know, I, I think I've got a lot to offer the game and I love the game as well. Mm. It's not like it's a chore to me or the job. I love the game. Yeah. I, I love what I do. I love what I do. Just, and just thinking about when you mentioned Moisey being a terrific manager, but in terms of your style of football, it, it wasn't suited. Has any part of you looked back in, in, in a few years, sort of three or four years after you left, Roberto Martinez came to the club, a different manager with a different way of looking at the game and, and a different style. Did any, did any part of you think, if only I'd, I'd have been a couple of years you know, younger and I'd still been it, around? It was a year, Phil. It was a year. I was heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, listen, you know, like, I could never say about where Lord David Moyes, he was, he was he, you know, he was absolutely fantastic. And But I think I'd have had a lot better chance if Martinez was the manager, just because I think, you know, David Moyes is sort of, you know, he's so, he's like, we used to do video analysis and he'd be telling the likes of Jaggy Elke, if the ball comes into Drogba, he always turns off his right or he, he, he watch him, he'll set and he'll spin in the box every time. It's like his, his knowledge was fantastic, but it mm. was always sort of from a defensive point of view. And yeah. like, I'm a little bit more, a little bit off the cuff type yeah. footballer. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit of a, a, a passer, and you know, I, I the best, it gets the best out of me in a footballing team. And and I feel like if I'd been with Martinez as a bad. I'm not saying that Ada had played under games for Everton, but what I'm saying is that I've had a, a bit of a better chance yeah. than, than 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 what I did. But you know, it, that's life, isn't it? Yeah, of course. There's, man, there's managers I play for non-league who you know I've got sacked, and then another manager's come in, and I haven't been his cup of tea. Yeah. So it's 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 you know it, it's not just in at the top level; it's at any level. Yeah. Do you know what I mean about managers who who, who Want to go a bit more direct, and I've got I've had managers who who want to play, and I'm you know I the best you get out of me when is when you when you try to play football. Of course, um, just take me back though, mate, to the to that period when you, when when Moisey has you on the bench, and it started. You weren't on the bench at this occasion, but you travelled to to Alkmaar with the squad, didn't you, for the UEFA Cup game? Is that right? Yeah, it was around the Christmas. Mm. Um, Phil, 
Yeah, we uh, freeze and cold night, and you know what? <laughs> I'll never, never ever forget that experience. It was, it was from start to finish. It was an amazing experience to be involved in a, a European game and you know, the Alchemist. It was, it was a really tight new ground. Yeah, and it was, it was bouncing, and you know, it was just, it was, it was unbelievable to be there as an Evertonian. You know, I've, I've sat in the stand shouting for Everton and. And it was just, it was, it's a mind blowing. It's an amazing experience for any young, young, young lads being involved in, in that type of, of game. And you know, I was gutted away on the bench, but it was, it was just an amazing experience. And and I'm a big Beatles fan, and we stayed in the same hotel where uh, John and Yoko under the bedding. Right. Me and Ibo went up to that room. We've got some, I've got some pictures in the house. <laughs> we went into the room with you. So it's a good, good. good Double, double, yeah. um, double good experience. Absolutely. Because then in, in 2008, you actually did get on the bench, as you mentioned at the top of the of, of the conversation, you know, that, that culminated in being on the bench for the derby, but you'd been in, in the squad, in the matchday squad for about eight or nine other games. And, you know, what was it like actually being part of the squad on a match day and actually thinking, I could actually get on here? Well, do you know what? I had to, I, it was Middlesbrough away, Boxing Day. Yeah. And, Dan, Dan, Dan Goslin come to my he was living on his own in town so I brought him to my house for Christmas dinner right. and the weekly the, the weeks leading up to that I think Mikel was injured P&R was injured Jose Baxter got hurt I think and it was out of and I remember Taff yeah. Taff pulled me and said there's a good chance here you know you could, you could be involved at, like to start and it was sort of out of me and Dan and then Dan got the, the nod ahead of me and then the, so went in and to be fair to Danny done brilliant had a great game and it set his career up you yes. know, and then the next the next the next I think the next game he scored the winner in the derby yeah. yeah and it just sort of that, that's the type of look you need you know what I mean and, the fine lines you know, between that, what could have been and, and... absolutely absolutely Phil but like, even 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 the experience of, of being on the bench in the derby, you know, if I didn't play football again, that, that experience is you know, for me. It was, you know, we managed to get a draw around field and some of the players on show that night and just to be involved in a game of that magnitude is, is, was, was, was mind-blowing. And a couple of, in that, in that period, a couple of occasions, I'd, I'd, I'd look back I'd look back and done a bit of research before. You were you sat on the bench with uh, Andy van der Meijer, but that was an interesting experience because he was a lively character, wasn't he? <laughs> Do you know what, Andy? I can't I can't say a bad word about Andy because he's an absolute blinder of a, of a lad. I can see why he get on managers' names, <laughs> but he, he's a, he's an absolutely he was brilliant with the youth team, brilliant with the reserve team, and what what a player! Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's delivery. He just, I, no, in Italy I think it's a bit more laid back, and you know we come over a little bit, you know, like. I, I, David Moyes expects 100% professionalism and mm. 100% effort and you know I don't think Andy wants it to run back <laughs> at times but give, give, give him the ball to his feet and he, he was you know you can see why he's had the career but as a lad he was absolutely brilliant he's a great lad great great player but I could see how he gets on from manager's nerves <laughs> <laughs> so that was those experiences if you spoke about mate were, were terrific and, and, and they'll live with you forever but I imagine what will also kind of stay with you is, is the moment when the football club said they were they were going to release you can you, can you explain to us and, and take us through was it was it David was it Moisey who pulled you into the office and said Look. yeah 
you know what he offered me? He said to me, he said to me, he gave me, he said, look, I, I, I could offer you another 12 months. He said, I'd, I'd offer you another 12 months. He said, but I think you need to go and play. Mm. And I sort of, I didn't know, I, I don't know whether I was expecting it or, or not, Phil, but right. yeah, anyway, I was with Taff and I was with, and I was with, with, with the manager and, and, you know, we decided to part ways and then I sort of was walking down to the dressing room and I don't know what come, what come over me. I sort of just burst out crying and I Finch Farm and Phil Neville come in and, and Tim Cale and he sort of like trying to control you. But I've been at Evans since I was six years of age and, you know, I'd, I'd supported them and, and, you know, a lot of the lads sort of knew it was coming, but, like, I, I was sort of, I was so, I don't know, I, I don't know what it was. I think it was just, you know, I'd put a lot in, I'd, you know, I'd been there since I was a kid that supported them and it was, a, it was a proper hard thing to take and, you know, Tim Kerr was brilliant that day and, and, and Phil Neville and, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it, was a hard, it was a hard one. You know, a lot of the lads took it well, but, you know, it was difficult for me and, and, and because I, I love playing and mm. I love the club, but, you know, it, I, I got over it, you know what I mean? And then I sort of, it, it was it was difficult, but, you know, as I said, I had some of the best times in my life. Sometimes I won't, I won't forget and, you know, met some great people and, 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 and had some great times, you know what I mean? So uh, it was it, it was great. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. But as you say, mate, you've 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 revived your career in many ways, playing non-league football and a bit of football league and stuff. And what comes across absolutely, you know, clear clear as day is that you just have never fallen out of. Well, you're, you're back in love with the game, aren't you? You said you're a bit disillusioned for a while, but you're clearly back in love with with playing football. Yeah, I, I, when I left Everton, and then I got really disillusioned with it because. Uh, you, you know, it was a little bit of a bad time for me. I got really like didn't really want to play again, and it was me, my brother, and and uh, you just said, "Oh, you, you're good enough. You're good enough." If I didn't think you were good enough, I'd, I'd tell you to go and do something else. But you're good enough, and and then when I got back, and then because I'll be honest, Phil, when like even you're you're having ego at that level, you're like, oh, I'm not going to Southport. But then mm. we played. I, I went to for Southport, and we played Fleetwood. Yeah. In the first game and it was uh, I was like this is like a league game yeah and then I just the, the spark just come back straight away Phil and, and you know I was like, like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life so I tried to look after myself tried to, to keep myself in good condition and and you know I tried to really like you know I've got I've got a strength coach in, in, in Tom Christie and a peak performance who yeah. Who will go? Who will go to? Who will go to pri- privately? And he's he's been absolutely brilliant for me. He's really kept me in good good shape. He's 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 made sure the the um he's made sure that the sessions of of being around football. And I go to him at seven o'clock. In me and my brother, we do we we have uh, we have an hour with him, seven to eight in, in peak performance. And he he he's the he's, you know, I've worked with Dave Billows, who, who yeah. has a great career in the game, and, and, and Thomas Christian, is, he's come from a boxing background, That's but right, yeah. he's, uh, he, he's he's absolutely fantastic, and he's, he, he's really, especially, he's kept me in, because I'm only small, Phil, and mm. you know, those little ones, we've probably got to try and get in there with the big ones, so he's kept me, <laughs> he's, he's, he's kept me in tip-top condition, so I've done that for, for, for the last few years, and it's really, 
really help. I think you've got, that's one thing you've got to get. You get your get your head around if you go into non-league. So if you go part, if you go full time, it's it's it, it's it's not as bad. But if you go part time, you've still got to do your own work. You've got to do your own because you can't just turn up and play. The, the standards too quick. The level's yeah. too good to just turn up and play. So you, I know some lads working because they can earn good money working and playing football as well. So when you're working, you've got to you've got to put that extra in. And 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 Thomason has been brilliant with me, so I've always got that attitude and and and, and, and kept that attitude to stay in the game. And speaking of the level, and you mentioned playing Fleetwood around that time. Would Vardy been at Fleetwood when you played against him at that time? I've played I've played against Vardy about three or four times. I've tried yeah. to kick him as well, and he's just too quick. <laughs> He's like, I, I, yeah, I remember. I remember he came to Southport. I don't know if you were playing. I think it was over Christmas one day, and he just, he just destroyed. He destroyed Southport. I think it was five or six nil. I think. I don't know if you were involved in that game. I, I'm gonna say I wasn't, but I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, yeah, but Joe, I probably might have been. But I played against him at Luton as well. And ah, he, right. He got the ball. He got the ball on the halfway line and just. Skip past two players and take the keeper, and then you just go to yourself. Wow! Yeah, do you know? Do you know what I mean? He's just, he, you know. But that's he, that goes. Very, he's done very, 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 very well. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's the shining example, JP. But in terms of what you were saying earlier on about the standard and stuff. There's so many players now who will make that jump into the football league. Not necessarily go as far as Jamie has, but in terms of being able to make that jump. And and is that still your aspiration in terms of you're 28, you're still at the peak of of your playing ability? Do you still have that dream of playing in the football league uh, before you retire? My my brother still thinks I can play for Real Madrid. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, yeah. Look, as I said, you know, it's it. I, I, I went with Steve to Wellen because I felt Steve. I had a couple of of options, and I went with Steve because I feel like he, he understands me as a player. I had, I had him at Macclesfield, and mm. he's really, you know, he's really. I really get. He really gets the best out of me, Phil, and I, I enjoy it under him. Do you know what I mean? We've had like I played for some other managers, and it's it's a bit like right, we're going direct, and as when playing in midfield, and it just doesn't suit me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, so I I'm sort of made the decision on on that basis as he gets the best out of me and you know we we have, we've got a strong team and the plan was always to go for the league and and and, and to get promoted and and, and when I see who he's bringing in and, and 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 as I said I played for him a few times and he's a top manager he really is he deserves he deserves a good chance in in, in as a, and a good job Phil, yeah. because he's he's sort of battled around non-league for a while and he's always done well and you know he's 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 a Good, good, very good man, very underrated manager, and think I think it'll only be a matter of time before he goes a little bit higher. Yeah. Uh, just before I let you go, mate, and I really appreciate your time. Um, just interested to get your thoughts on on this new look Everton and how we're looking this season, and, and what you're thinking of of Silver and, and and the players he's brought in. Well, I just I think he's seen the, the performance from Bernard and oh. Charleston. I think I just think Bernard's a fantastic little player and. I think you know it, it, it's always difficult when 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 the sort of Everton have been in a bit of a, a when the money come in and I think I don't know whether he did he buy right or yeah, or yeah, you know, yeah. it, it, you know he brought in a lot of players and you know and then Sam Allardyce come in and sort of always you know he is just there to sort of steady the ship I think a little bit and then and then you know it's sort of when Silver come in and sort of more new players so it takes time for them to, to gel but I think he's done he's doing a great job he plays 
he's trying, he's trying to do the right things, and I think they brought a little bit of class in now, which I think what Everton were missing, a little bit of creativity, and I think Bernard and Richard Allison are, are going to bring that. Yeah, I, I felt... I felt that Bernard would be your type of player, and I don't mean that just purely of of a, of a size, but in terms of his ability, and he's he's just he's a class he's a class act, isn't he? Ah, oh, he's an absolute class act. I mean, Leon Osman was exactly the same. Yeah, Leon Osman's probably the most underrated player I've ever played the game. He was that he, Ozzy was that was that good, and I think with Moyes, Everton always had that little sort of playmaker in P and R, and then and then I think when Cumin come in, it was sort of lacking, lacking that, which yeah. was a surprise for me because I, I thought he'd be a lot more different to the, to the way he was. Jones, don't get me wrong, he's had a brilliant career, great manager, but I thought he'd be a little bit different. But it sort of went, and then our advice is it's sort of a little bit similar to, to Moyes in a way. But I think we, we haven't, we didn't replace Ozzy. Yeah. Just that sort of creative, sort of, you know. Player, and I think Bernard looks like of that ilk. You know, so you know, hopefully now we've got that that little that little spark of quality and class, and you know, he, he he's a fantastic player. Yeah, and um, do you, you won't you won't be able to get back to Goodison much, will you? Because you're playing still, of course. When was the last time you were at the game? No, well, you know what? When I was at Southport, I got to a few games. I got to what I was injured in um, New Year's Day, and I got to the United game. Right, um, and I. Yeah, it weren't it were the best of no. games. But <laughs> it was, you know, it, it was, it, you know, it just being back there, the grand, you know, I took, I took me to my little niece and my nephew there, there, mad Evertonians. Now my little, my little nephew's playing, and he's like Everton mad. So yeah, um, yeah. So you know, it, I still obviously love the football club the bits, and and you know, it's it's it, it's 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 my boy club, and I always wish them the best. Top man, JP. Well, thanks very much for your time. I really appreciate you being so uh, open and honest. It was, a, it was a, a terrific chat. And uh, all the best of the weekend, just so we can all look out for you. Who have you, who have you got on Saturday? Do you know what? I feel like we've got Slough at home. Right. Okay. So, yeah, so it's, we, we, we're taking the second in the league at the minute. So, another three points. Keep ticking, ticking them off. Absolutely. Well, all the best for that, mate. And all the best for the rest of the season. And uh, maybe one day we'll, we'll see you back at the academy, maybe, with... Uh, with a coach's jacket on, eh? Fingers crossed, mate. I hope so. <laughs> Good man, mate. Well, thanks very much for your time and uh, take care. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.